Hi, everybody. Jimmy Young here. I'm so glad that you could take a few moments to join us as we take a look at the book. The subject today, Satan, Demons, and the End Times. That's the title, by the way, of a five-hour audio series on CD that I have published so that you can better understand the satanic activities in the end times. This is a must study. You know, at the time of the first coming of Jesus Christ, there was much demonic satanic activity that took place. And at the second coming of Christ, that will be the case as well. Leading up to the rapture of the church, we'll see much satanic activity, demons, and they will all be associated with the end time scenario that can be found in Bible prophecy. You need to join us in our study, Satan's Demonic Deception. This is the fourth of the five-part series on Satan, demons, and the end times. Let's study together, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own copy. Right now, Satan's Demonic Deception. Uh, We think because a guy has a Bible in his hand, and maybe because he's in so-called Christian television, he must be telling the truth. Uh Uh-uh. In fact, I would venture to say that at least 50% of all those men on Christian television are satanically controlled. Pretty tough statement. I wonder how many of you are supporting some of them. I could name them. Some of them are terrible. I saw one of them, if I mentioned his name, he's stationed in Dallas, Texas. He's on Trinity Broadcasting all the time, teaching these supposed great truths. He's from Jaffa in Israel. He's a Palestinian background. I saw him one day make the following statement. Judy and I both saw it. He made the statement that if you have a dead loved one, just take the casket, roll it into the living room. Put it by the television, turn on the television, turn on the Trinity Broadcasting Network, lift that dead loved one's arm out, lay it up on the television, and they'll be resurrected from the dead. That's the statement he made. I didn't hear somebody say that. I saw it with my own eyes. And maybe some of you people are supporting them. You better be careful. Satanic. Satanic control of preacher men, ministers, quote, quote, ministers of righteousness. Not only the ministers of righteousness, but some of you have been thinking you've been doing a good deed by sending money to Rabbi Yekil Eckstein to get Jews out of Russia. Rabbi Yekil Eckstein is a crook, a liar, and satanically controlled. First of all, he's an Orthodox Jew rabbi. Secondly, he's a crook, according to the mayor of Jerusalem, who's an Orthodox Jewish leader as well who would not take his money because the man's so crooked. Raised, he's raised over $60 million from the body of Christ because the body of Christ was duped into thinking, if we bring a Jew from Russia, that's going to bring Jesus back sooner. No, it's going to probably send that Jew to hell because in Russia, excuse me, in Israel, it makes it very tough to try to lead them to the Lord. In fact, Rabbi al kill Eckstein, if you send money and bring a Jew back, he will report you if you try to lead that Jew to the Lord. I would say leave him in Russia where there are missionaries there that can lead him to Jesus Christ. You're not going to bring the Lord back any faster by giving money to an Orthodox Jewish rabbi who's satanically controlled. And why I say that is we got some preachers over here in America endorsing him. 
on television and newspaper articles and newsletters trying to raise funds. What am I saying this for, folks? I'm saying it because so many in the body of Christ, especially in your age category, are thinking that, boy, I've got a little money. I think I'll send it to this poor man. I see those poor Jewish people laying there in all that grime and, and dirt, and I need to take care of them. No, you don't. The Israeli government takes care of them. Just be careful. Satan as an angel of light dispatches his ministers of righteousness to do these things. Notice something. Go to 1 Timothy chapter 4 just a second. Let me show you something in 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 4. Notice what it says here. 1 Timothy 4 verse 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times... Some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of demons. Do you notice that? These satanically energized so-called ministers of righteousness will bring forth doctrine. Teaching doctrine, but it's doctrine of demons. Rama. The word, that's the, that's the trick phrase they'll use. You better, you better know what the book says. You have no right not to be a student of the book. It says, study to show thyself approved, a workman worthy. We must study. Praise God for a word of life and a place where we can gather together in a beautiful, warm location. Warm room, but location otherwise kind of warm for the purpose of studying God's Word. But don't just do it here. Let this just be that which launches you into your own personal Bible study. You've got the time. Many of you are retired. Spend the time in the book. And then find younger people to teach. If it's one-on-one. Somebody asked me, how many people did I have to have to speak? I said, two, and I'll be one of them. Just get the other guy over here. Don't worry about it. Just be teaching, learn, and and pass it along. But there's going to be those in the last days, ministers of righteousness, developing demonic doctrine. Where most of our good churches have gone is they don't want to study doctrine. They say, let's just love everybody. Demons that produce doctrine. But notice something, notice something. That phrase, in the latter times, what does that phrase mean? That doesn't mean the end times. That means the time that Paul was speaking. He's writing a letter to Timothy. He's telling Timothy, go strengthen the elders and the churches. Do it at your church first and then go out there and strengthen the rest of them. And warn them. You see what the local churches, why did he establish the local church as one of his institutions? It's the guardian. It's the protectorate of the true doctrine of God. We were talking at dinner. I'm concerned about a church not very far from here. Because they don't have any true leadership. And it has great speakers. Some of the greatest in the world. But I'm concerned they don't have true biblical leadership. To make those in that church accountable. I need to be accountable. You need to be accountable. 
a local church. Word of Life is not a local church. They never decided to be. That wasn't their purpose statement. But local churches is where all of us ought to be involved. Because in the latter days, from the time of Paul forward to the day, that's the latter days, that's the latter times, there'll be apostasy. Doctrines of demons. Some of you think that 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 says, when the falling away takes place, that's apostasy. That is not apostasy. That's the rapture of the church, that phrase there. When the rapture of the church takes place, then the Antichrist will come on the scene. Because apostasy has been around for 2,000 years. Paul is a witness of it. You want to see the latter days? Go to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Here's the latter days, excuse me, the last days, the end times, the times in which we're living. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of themselves. Oh boy, that describes today. That's not where we're going. Look at verse 7. Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now I am thrilled when people want to study prophecy. I am honored when they come to hear me teach prophecy. What concerns me is when they follow me to every church I'm going to. (laughs) Ever learning, never coming to the knowledge of the truth. You know, I don't want you to, and please, you bless me. A dear lady on the front row last night said to me, she said, you make it so simple, I can understand it. That's one of the greatest compliments I could ever receive. You say, I'm kind of simple, so I have to get it simple for me. And then if I express it that way to you, maybe it helps. I don't know. But that was the greatest compliment. But I'm not the guru of prophecy. I want you to study prophecy. I don't want you to be excited. Jiminy, I was coming, but we're going to study the Word of God. It's going to be the truth. In the last days, there will be those ever learning, 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 but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Look what he says here. This is in the context of all scriptures given by inspiration of God. That is the context we're looking here. Verse 12, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ shall suffer persecution, but evil men and subducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. This is the last days. Satanic, energized preachers of righteousness teaching Doctrines of demons. And thus sitting in the congregation, taking it in. That's the last days. Look at chapter 4. Chapter 4, verse 3. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Don't be bragging about teachers. Teachers are sinners lost on their way to hell until they knew Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Nothing special about a teacher. Except maybe that individual has spent a bit more time in the book than you have. And maybe because they're gifted, they can communicate. God gifts them. They don't have anything of their own. God God gave me anything I have. They don't have anything of their own. God gave them because they're gifted. They can communicate. God gifts them. They don't have anything of their own. God gives individuals spend a bit more time in the book than you have. And maybe because they're gifted, they can communicate. God gifts them. 
They don't have anything of their own. God gave, gave me, me anything I have as a capability or a gift to teach anybody. I can remember Jack Wurtzen. He was alive and I was on the staff. I would travel with Jack all the time. And uh, we would do, Wayne's done this before too. And, uh, you know, one night Jack would preach and I would lead the singing. The other night I would preach and Jack would lead the singing. I, was, I, would, I did the radio and television at that time, and, and one day I said to Jack when we were doing a radio broadcast, I said, you know, Jack, I hope you don't fire me because of this. I said, but you're really not that good a preacher. <laughs> I said, you got pre- preachers around you, Robbie Robertson, Harry Ballback, Jack McGuckin, among some. They can preach you under the ground, Jack. You're not that good. We were over in New Hampshire. We had 3,000 kids in the auditorium. I had led the singing, man, I had them up and ready, just like Wayne. I, I loved to lead the singing, and man, I had the crowd just laying them on there in Jack's arms. He got up, told a bunch of stories, preached a sermon I'd heard 42,000 times. All the kids were talking, everything was going on. I'm sitting on the front row saying, God, did you make a mistake? You know, at least if you'd have let me preach tonight, I could have had those kids shut up. I'd have called them down. Jack's so sweet, he's not even calling them down. All they're doing is talking. At that time, the service was over, and Jack gave the invitation, and 450 kids came forward to get saved. And I got on my knees right there, confessed my sin. He wasn't a good preacher. He was gifted of God, had the gift of evangelism. He could say, Mary had a little lamb, and give the invitation, and they would come forward. But that wasn't Jack. He he didn't have anything. He would say that. He was a humble, godly brother. I just was so blessed to be near him any part of my life. But he was gifted. And that's what any can do. But he said at the end times, don't look at the teachers because that's how it's going to be. They're going to want, with itching ears, want to hear another teacher. Let's go see if this guy's better than DeYoung. I'm sure he probably is. DeYoung's not that good, but let's go see. What a terrible attitude. Shows we're getting close to the return of Jesus Christ if you say that. I mean, that's, that's what's happening. By the way, we talked about deception, preachers of righteousness. We talked about doctrine. May I give you one more? Dancing. Dancing in the Spirit. It's running rampant across our churches. You know what uh, Paul said to the people of Corinth? The most ungodly church. Remember how it was when you were Gentiles? How you followed all of those mystical things? I've done a little bit of research in that verse. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 2. You can look it up later. You know what it's talking about there? You know what they used to do, the church of Corinth? Because they were following the method of the world, danced. Oh, they would get up and dance and they were saying it was unto the Lord. I mean, you've seen that going on, I'm sure on Christian television. I'm sure in some churches. I was in a Baptist church the other day. Saw a group of ladies dancing in the spirit. And back in the days of Paul and the Corinthian church, they would dance dance in lieu of taking drugs so they would be exhausted 
and not of themselves. And their whole purpose was to allow their spirit to leap over into the spirit of the God. Or the God's spirit to leap into them. They could have a spiritual experience. Better watch it. You got dancing going on in your church? Boy, I think I'd be very scared. I'd say your preacher better start looking at the book and see what some of the background is. Excuse me. I hate myself sometimes. I'm so mean. But I do believe I don't want to be politically correct, but biblically correct. As we study God's Word, we become very aware of how Satan and his demons will play a role in the end times. That is the focus of this five-hour audio series, a portion of which we just listened to, that you need to have in your library. It will help you to understand the times in which we're living and the part that Satan and his demons will play in these end times. If you'd like to have your copy, you can call our toll-free number, 877-674-3298. Now, that's a toll-free number from across America, 877-674-3298. Or go to our website, prophecytoday.com, go to the shopping mall inside our website, and you can make your order of Satan, Demons, and the End Times a prophetic audio five-part series on CD that's available for you to purchase. We'd love to have you study along with us because as we continue to study God's Word, we become more and more aware of the fact that we are indeed living in the end times. You know, the next event to take place in the end times is the rapture of the church. There's no prophecy that has to be fulfilled before the rapture of the church. That could happen at any moment. And having said that, there's basically nothing else for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...